Good morning and welcome to the three minutes on markets and money. I'm your host, Lance Roberts. Seven months in a row. That is a long stretch for the markets. In fact, if you go to today's daily market commentary on our website, we actually have some of the stats. And if the market doesn't crash today, the markets will be up for seven months in a row, finishing out August on a positive month, which, you know, technically August is supposed to be a weak month, not this month. It's been a very positive month of August following this trend we've had in the markets now really for several months. And again, this trend of low volatility, small declines has been just a function of a very high amount of complacency in the markets, despite the fact that we've had weaker volume in markets on rallies as well as deteriorating internal breadth. Nothing really wrong here. But again, the length of the advance for seven months is one of the more rare occasions for the markets going back to 1900. In fact, it's only happened about 4% of the time, very small percentage. It's just simply a function that ultimately you're going to get a correction. The question is, as we've said before, it's when and what will cause it. Right now, there's absolutely no concerns in the markets whatsoever. Why not? $120 billion a month in QE. Uh, it doesn't really matter whether the Fed talks about taper or hiking interest rates, the Delta variant, Afghanistan. Those things don't impact the markets. And again, markets simply overlooking those issues. In fact, they're overlooking all issues at this point in exchange for the psychology that markets can only go in one direction, which is higher. And so far, they've been right. And again, when we start to take a look at where that action is happening, that's happening in companies like Apple. And again, Apple yesterday hit an all-time high yesterday. Big news out. Google is going to have to spend a lot of money to maintain their place as the search engine on Apple iOS. It's going to contribute to about 8% of the profit revenue for Apple in, in fiscal year 2021. That breakout yesterday to an all-time high also took Apple's market cap to $2.5 trillion, a very fast advance in doubling their market cap from the cross of $1 trillion previously. And again, that also brings Apple to 10% of the U.S. economy. Uh, pretty hard to imagine here, but considering that the economy is where their revenues come from, that suggests that 10% of all the revenues of households are coming in or being spent on Apple products. That's simply not the case in reality, of course. And that's why, again, these stocks are extremely overvalued. Whether it's Apple or Microsoft, as an example, also ratcheting up here near all-time highs, very high market cap valuations. Google also at all-time highs, market cap valuations extremely high here. Again, Apple, Microsoft, Google, Facebook, Amazon, these stocks in particular are where all the money's hiding from institution hedge funds in particular buying these stocks. They're highly liquid, easy to move around in without opening up big gaps during sell pressure. So that's where money's been hiding. Very narrow breadth in the market. Advances and decliners remain extremely weak. Again, all suggesting that this is a very stretched market. Doesn't mean you have to have a correction today or tomorrow or next week. A lot of that will depend on what the Fed actually winds up doing later this year. Could we go further in this market this year? Absolutely. Could this be another year? We're already up over 20% this year. Could we get to 30% this year? Absolutely. Targets of 5,000 now being put out for the S&P. Are those realistic? Absolutely. As long as the Fed remains engaged. Until then, I'm your host, Lance Roberts, for three minutes on markets and money. We'll see you tomorrow.